When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Live Free Creative, the podcast that provides inspiration and ideas for living a creative, adventurous, and intentional lifestyle. I'm your host, Miranda Anderson, and I hope that each time you listen, you feel a little bit more free to live your life exactly the way you want to live it. Hey there, welcome back to the show. Today is episode 21 of Live Free Creative, and I am your host, Live Free Miranda. (laughs) Live Free Miranda is my Instagram handle, and also something that my nine-year-old thinks is funny to call me when he's saying mom and I don't respond immediately. My name is Miranda Anderson, and that's so funny that it came out, Live Free Miranda. Oh, we step into some of these online identities sometimes, don't we? I am so excited for today's episode. It's something that I've been thinking about for a long time, and I know I say that about every episode, but it's true. The way that I prep for these episodes is by getting an idea. I have about 70 in the notes app on my phone, and then I choose one for the next week that I need to record for. So I record a week or two ahead, and then I think on it. And as I am holding the idea in my head, the topic, and thinking about it, it's incredible how many things in my life happen and come up and memories come to me and I am struck by other ideas that relate to it. It all comes back around so that I can share hopefully the most helpful, robust, and interesting ideas about the topic that I can. Today's topic is the idea of achievement versus fulfillment. And this is something that I first heard about a couple years ago in a different podcast, and I will share that with you. But before I dive straight into the topic for the day, I want to share a couple peaks of the week. So I have chosen four things that I really love and that lately I've thought to myself, I'm so glad that this is something that I have and can use because it's really useful. So the first one I shared about on my Instagram a while ago, and I might have already shared about it as a peak of the week, but it's a new year, so I'm just going to share it again. It is my vacuum. You know that you're 35 when one of your favorite things in the world is a vacuum. I am not kidding though. This vacuum is the Shark Liftaway. I have the pet version because we have a dog who sheds, and I love that pet version. It comes with a couple extra attachments. I bought it at Costco several years ago when I was replacing a really expensive vacuum and I needed kind of a quick, just a vacuum to get us through while I figured out what vacuum I really wanted to have. And this has been such a great purchase. It is a necessary item, a vacuum in any home that I know of, 
you know, you use a vacuum, they're oftentimes something that is kind of a point of frustration or annoyance because they don't work quite right or you need them to have a function that they don't have or they're kind of bulky and hard to get out or hard to clean out. This vacuum really has been so awesome because I feel like a real person invented it. All the pieces come apart the way that I want. All of them go back together easily. I can, there's an attachment for going underneath the couch, like straight under all the way. I can take all the pieces apart. So it's like a canister back where I'm holding onto the canister or I could set it on wheels to use just the like handle part or I can have the heavy canister on it if I need some more pressure for going over the rugs and things like that. Basically, it is a Ninja vacuum and I have had it for, I think, three years now and I have replaced the filter one time. I probably, it's probably about time to replace it again. I love it. So if you are in the market for a new vacuum that you are going to love that will do all the things that you needed to do both on carpet, on rugs, on stairs, on hardwood floors. I use the attachments on my upholstery. I use one of the attachments to get all of the corners and to get all of the baseboards. If you're needing a vacuum this coming year, uh, I highly recommend it. I will put a link to the vacuum in the show notes and you can check it out there. Livefreecreative.co slash podcast. This is episode 21. That will take you to vacuum land. Number two peak of the week is a new line of tools from Fiskars. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Fiskars, they are the orange-handled scissors. The company has been around forever. I grew up using them in my mom's sewing room. My sewing room is replete with Fiskars uh, sewing scissors and other tools, snips, and even my rotary cutter is Fiskars brand. I have an X-Acto knife by Fiskars. I love the company. All of our yard tools are also Fiskars, so I use their limb cutters and the snips for the garden. I think that they're all fantastic. They're really sharp. Oh, and I even have kitchen knives. I just remembered (laughs) my kitchen knives are also Fiskars brand. Basically, I'm in love with the company. I think that they are fantastic. They're super user-friendly. They're really well-made, and They just came out with a new line of DIY tools, which is also right up my alley. So they, in this new line, have a level that also has a ruler on it. They have a hammer. They have this really cool thing. I haven't used it yet, but where you can hold on to the nail using this little plastic gripper so you don't accidentally smash your hands. It's just such a smart thing that I've never even seen before. They have a great tape measure, a screwdriver where you can change the head really quickly to um, either a flathead or a Phillips, small or large. And then they also have a stapler, like a handheld stapler, not for stapling papers, but for stapling things together in crafting or DIY projects. I most recently, they are so kind and I've worked with them several times and with this new line of DIY products, they sent me a box of them to try out and I hadn't opened everything. I'd opened up the box and kind of taken a look, but I hadn't opened up the actual products. And then my electrician was over. We were trying to work on something electrical and we had pulled down a bunch of the plastic covering that covers our ceilings and it was just taped up, but we couldn't get the tape to stick. And so I just busted open actually opened a pair of scissors that are these DIY super heavy-duty scissors for cutting through plastic and metal and wire, and I used those scissors to cut open the stapler, and then I used the stapler to staple the plastic back up into the ceiling joist so that we could, you know, not have the ceiling plastic falling down, and I was so impressed. (laughs) 
I've used a bunch of different handheld staplers in my day for different types of applications, and this one was so smooth, so easy to use. I didn't feel like it was hurting my hand. It worked like a dream. I just am just over the moon again for a whole new line of Fiskars products that I can add to my life. I will link them into the show notes along with some of my other very favorite Fiskars products, and you can check those out. The third peak of the week Something that I I think I also have shared on here before, the, at the beginning of the year is such a great time if you haven't yet gotten a planner. And maybe you're not a paper planner person, but if you are a paper planner person, paper planner person kind of sounds like Peter Pepper picked a pack of pickled peppers. <laughs> if you're a paper planner person like Peter Pepper, Peter Pepper or Peter, Peter, I don't remember his name now, Peter Piper. Peter Piper was a paper planner person and he probably didn't use a golden coil planner because he is not real. But I love (laughs) the golden coil planner. And what is so cool about this planner is that it's totally customizable. So I've shared it on my Instagram stories a couple times. I also, I think I briefly mentioned it in the episode about planning your year a couple episodes ago. If you haven't yet bought a planner for 2019, it's so great to choose a golden coil planner because the dates are open-ended. So you can start it in February. It takes about six weeks from the time you order it to have it arrive. So if you were to order one this weekend, the second week of January, it would be, you'd probably want to start it for March and then you'd have your planner. But along with the actual planner pages, you can choose your weekly layouts or daily layouts. You can add in meal planning. You can add in expenses like finance sheets. You can add in fitness tracker, a goal tracker, um, baby feedings. If you have a baby coming, you don't have to do a full year. You could just do six months or you could just do a summertime planner. You can add in note pages. My golden coil planner doubles as my notebook and my idea book. And so I have several dot pages in between the months so that I have, I always have somewhere to sketch a little draw, uh, you know, drawing of something we're working on for the house or to jot down bullet points for notes for an upcoming episode. I absolutely love it. And I don't know that I've given it all of the attention that it deserves in a peak of the week. So there it is, Golden Coil Planner, customizable and really wonderful, especially as we start a new year. The final peak of the week I wanna mention today is kind of an investment. And I'm totally on board. Once I went for them, now I know why they're expensive. The Apple AirPods are brilliantly designed. They're Bluetooth technology, so they are totally wireless little earbuds, and you stick them in your ears. I feel like they're really comfortable. I feel like I don't have, like, big ear holes, and so my (laughs) – is that even a thing? So sometimes when I have headphones in for a long time, my, my little ears start to ache, from the pressure of having something in my ears. That has not happened with these AirPods. I also really love just being totally wireless. So I will stick them in when I run, when I go on walks, if I'm listening to a podcast and like doing dishes or something, my phone can be on a shelf somewhere and I can be listening, walking around the room. They are kind of seamlessly fit. You know, they're so ergonomic, they just fit right into your your ears. I do think it's a little bit funny when people wear them when they're like talking to a person. So if I'm ever talking to someone in real life and I have them in, I I take them out because I think it's a little weird. I've had people just sit and chat with me with them in. That's a little odd. But other than that, I think that they're a fantastic investment if you are an active person and you like to listen to things as you're doing other things. I can run with just my watch and my AirPods and not have to bring my phone with me if I don't want to. I also have recently been listening to them in the car 
that seems kind of silly, but we have a DVD player for the car and my kids sometimes, especially on longer road trips, want to watch a movie. And so I've been putting in my AirPods and listening to a podcast up in the front seat and then everyone gets to listen to what they want to listen to and it's been brilliant. So those, my friends, are my peaks of the week. They are all listed and linked at livefreecreative.co slash podcast. Look for episode 21 and you will find links to all of them. Okay, today, my friends, we are going to talk about achievement versus fulfillment. This seems like maybe kind of a vague idea, but as we get into it, I hope that it resonates with you the same way that it resonated with me when I first heard it. I want to start by sharing a little backstory. A couple years ago, my grandfather unexpectedly passed away. He wasn't ill. He was so wonderful and is probably the best way to go. He fell asleep and didn't wake up in the morning. His wife of over 60 years, of course, was heartbroken, but really um, strong. And we came together and went to his funeral in Northern California and honored his life. And I got to see my whole family and just reflect on what a really brilliant, wonderful, good, good man he was. Less than a year later, his wife, my grandmother, was diagnosed with cancer and quickly deteriorated. And she passed away on their anniversary. I wasn't there at the bedside with my mom and my sisters, but I remember them telling me how they were all sitting around holding her hands. She wasn't super with it, not super conscious. She was, you know, in hospice care and was losing energy. They were encouraging her that it was okay to go because she could go be with her husband. And so she passed away on the evening of their anniversary. So they never spent an anniversary apart. I first of all think that is just the most sweet, heartwarming story. It's also kind of a poetic way to end your life. This life, surrounded by family, encouraging you to go be with the one that you loved and were dedicated to for so long, for so many years. I packed up and headed out to my grandmother's funeral. So I flew out to Reno and was picked up and drove the hour up into the mountains, into Quincy, California, to be there for my grandmother's funeral, less than a year from when I had been there for my grandfather's funeral. As I was driving in the car, I was listening to a podcast with Tim Ferriss and Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins introduced the idea that one of the worst pieces of advice that's given in our society is that accomplishment is what matters most, that success is achieved by reaching your goals. He said that was the worst piece of advice that has been given and given just all the time to everyone almost everywhere. This is what we learn from the time we're little. Um, In America and in other cultures, I think that it may be similar. I know that it's different in a lot, that the way to be successful is to set and achieve goals. That is something that we're taught. He introduced the idea that achievement without fulfillment is nothing. That as we accomplish goals, if we are not absolutely conscious of our day-to-day fulfillment and happiness and contentment, along the way that we have not achieved anything at all. He gave several examples, and I will link this exact 
podcast episode. There's a lot of other things that go into this episode with Tony Robbins and Tim Ferriss. I'll link it into the show notes. This is the idea that struck me though. This idea of achievement versus fulfillment. I was driving to go to the funeral of my dear grandmother. All through the weekend, attending the funeral, meeting with family, going to the graveside, celebrating her life and at the same time the life of my grandfather we were celebrating their lives of the wonderful family that they had built and the dedication they had to each other and to the community just the really wonderful people that they were it came to me over and over again that achievement was not something that my grandparents were striving for in their lives they were really wonderful people living in a small community making an impact in the lives of the people with whom they came in contact. But I don't know that they won any big awards or, you know, traveled the world or ran a marathon. They did lots of really great things in their life. And more importantly than the things that they may or may not have achieved, they seemed so fulfilled. They loved each other. They loved their children. They loved their grandchildren. They did the things that lit them up and inspired them. We know what my grandmother and grandfather cared most about because it is what they spent their life doing. It was filled with music. My grandmother played the piano beautifully and she would play for the local churches and listen to people sing and accompany them. My grandfather was a biologist and he adored nature. He was an avid bird watcher. He loved fish and was a fisherman. And so for every holiday, we would either give him something fish or bird related and we knew that he would just love them. As we celebrated their lives and I had just listened to this idea, it really rang true to me that my grandparents had understood where real happiness came from. And that that is what they had strived to live during their lifetime. As Tony Robbins introduced this idea, a couple of the things that he mentioned seemed really interesting to me. First was that achievement is a science. There is a science to achieving things at high levels. The science makes it so that achievement can be replicated by almost anybody. You follow the steps and you are able to meet the goal. I know that that seems a little bit simplistic and it probably depends a lot on your willpower and your drive and your determination and a lot of luck as well. But the idea is that achievement is something that can be replicated and that is not necessarily specific to you. Fulfillment, on the other hand, is an art. Fulfillment means living the best life for yourself and your family. It is determining what lights you up, what brings you joy, what makes you happy in the deepest, most internal sense of the word. As I have thought about fulfillment and achievement over the last couple years, This idea has kind of been a touchstone for me as I set out on accomplishing goals. I have been really zoned in and focused, although not perfectly, I'm still working on this, 
at making sure that the things that I set as goals are not only because I want to achieve something because I think that that will make me happier or better or more successful and that the things that I set in my sights as goals are things that I can enjoy the process of experiencing all the way. That even if I don't meet the goal and accomplish the thing that I set out to do, that it has not been a waste, but that the journey and the process is fulfilling. I like to think that goals set the direction for the path that I want to walk, but that fulfillment is the purpose and the process. Goals and achievement of goals gives us something to work towards, but if we are postponing our contentment until that goal is achieved, then we are missing the mark. So I have written down three myths about achievement that I want to share and three truths about fulfillment that will help round out this idea and help us think about the goals and processes and systems that we are choosing as we embark in 2019. I know we're still in January. A lot of us are still thinking about what it is that we want to accomplish this year. And I want to flip that a little bit so that we can think about not only what we want to accomplish, but how we want to feel this year. What we want the day-to-day systems and process of our life to look like so that we can choose contentment and joy and abundance every single day. The first myth that I came up with about achievement is that when you get there, you will feel different. This is something that all of us hope for as we're setting goals. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to run a half marathon. I want to have a best-selling book. I want to make it through a week without yelling at my kids. We think to ourselves, when I get there, When I have done that thing, all of a sudden, I will feel different. And that is a myth. You may have a momentary feeling of elation or enthusiasm or excitement as you check that box. And then you realize that you are still the same person that you were. And that's probably a good thing. You are a wonderful person and no amount of checked boxes or goals achieved are going to mean that you are better than you are right now. No amount of checked boxes or achieved goals are going to mean that you get to become happier than you are right now. Isn't that kind of a release? I think it's kind of relieving to know that achieving all of the things that we want to achieve in our life could be really great And it might not be necessary for us to feel the way that we want to feel in our life. The second myth about achievement is that achievement is lasting. A lot of the goals that people set out to achieve have specific measurable outcomes. And that's good in the world of goal setting. That means that you know when you've gotten there. Make a million dollars. You know, weigh 130. Have a six-pack. 
um, all of these really specific momentary things. And we might get there. Maybe you finally get down to your goal weight of 130. And then you realize that you are there right now, but unless you are able to maintain for the long term of your life, that that goal, that accomplishment was but a moment. It is not lasting. Because you have checked the box doesn't guarantee that it is checked over and over and over again. So many of the common goals that we create in our society are either weight or body image related goals or financial goals. Things that we want to get to a certain place and we think that once we get there, that that means that we will maintain. And that is a myth. Most people who diet down to a certain weight gain the weight back eventually. It is not uncommon for people who have reached a huge financial goal to blow it and feel so comfortable because they've checked that million dollar box that they turn around and end up filing for bankruptcy. I'm always blown away when I hear about someone, a celebrity or a football player or someone who had literally millions of dollars that ends up losing it all, spending it all, losing it all. And I think, gosh, I guess the goal of making a million dollars doesn't mean a whole lot, does it? It's not all that lasting, is it? So the idea that achievement is lasting or that once that you get somewhere that that's where you get to stay is a myth. The third myth about achievement is that we can control outcomes. This is a real problem when setting goals that don't only depend on our own actions. And it's not uncommon to set a goal like I want to sell 100,000 copies of my latest course or I want to have 50,000 Instagram followers in the next six months, whatever it is. A lot of times we set goals for achievement that have nothing to do with our own actions. The problem with that is that we give away our ability to feel excited and to feel happy and content to someone else. That we say, when everyone else has responded in the way that I hope that they will, that's when I will get to feel the way that I want to feel. Instead of turning around and realizing that the achievement of that goal is not going to make you feel the way that you want to feel anyway. That you get to choose how you feel with or without the goal. That is what fulfillment is about. You get to choose what you're thinking about and how your emotions are so that you feel all the feelings that you want right now without having achieved anything. So my three myths about achievement are one, that when you get there, you will feel different. Two, that when you get there, you will stay there. And three, that you get to control all of the outcomes. Those are myths about the goal setting and achieving mentality that a lot of us have adopted, myself included. I have to tell you, I am like a champion goal setter. I love writing down the things that I want to accomplish. I love checking that freaking box. I love it so much. And I realize how when I'm so focused on that, that it takes away from my ability to focus on things that 
are internal, the feelings that I have right now, living in the moment, enjoying the day-to-day that happens on the way to the goal, enjoying the minutes that happen as I work towards being the type of person that I want to be. But I get to feel all of the things that I want right now. And in fact, when I do that, when I pair my fulfillment with the idea of seeking out good goals and pointing myself in the right direction, then I get to do both. I get to feel content and happy and fulfilled and I get to take steps towards becoming the person that I want to be. But it has to happen in that order. It has to happen with a focus on fulfillment first and then through that lens, seeking for learning and growth in ways that matter to me. Next, I want to talk about three truths about fulfillment, about living a fulfilling life. Number one is that you can feel fulfillment in your life right now. You do not have to do anything. You don't have to be married. You don't have to have children. You don't have to have that new job. You don't have to have any job. You don't have to run a marathon. You don't have to have a full bank account. You don't have to have a new car. You don't have to live in a big house. You don't even have to own a house. You don't have to do anything different. You just have to be who you are and you can feel fulfilled right now as you recognize the abundance in your life through the lens of gratitude today. The second truth about fulfillment is that it allows growth over the long term. So one of the myths of achievement was that it's lasting. But that's a myth because when you hit that box or you peek out, then there's nothing to support what happens next. Where fulfillment allows you to grow over the long term and enjoy the process as it happens. To feel fulfilled daily. To recognize that this growth is incremental. That goal, those long-term things set you on the direction that you want to be headed so you know kind of where you want to end up. But the fulfillment, seeking out fulfillment in your everyday life allows you to grow over the long term. The third truth about fulfillment is that it benefits everyone, not just you. So a lot of goals, personal goals that we set are very personal. (laughs) They're individually focused. Run a marathon, get a certain number of something, you know, reach a certain level. All of these things are self-improvement focused. And that's absolutely the way that goals are set up to be. They're designed to create what we think will be the life that we want to live individually. This truth about fulfillment is that as you feel it, As you are fulfilled, you spill that happiness and contentment and centeredness, that anchored feeling of joy out into the world. If you are fulfilled, everyone around you will benefit. Do you have someone that you can think of, that you know of, that is living a really fulfilled life, that is excited about the things that they're doing? that has passion in the endeavors that they're facing, that 
has drive and enthusiasm and just lights up the room. This is how my grandma and grandpa were. These are the people that they were. They had no shortage of heartache and trial and obstacles and difficulties throughout their lifetime. And they were happy. They loved each other. They loved their family. They loved their hobbies. They pursued things that lit up their lives. And by doing that, they lit up the lives of people all around them. This last week, I was listening to an old podcast from Rachel Hollis, the Rise podcast. I will link it into the show notes at livefreecreative.co slash podcast. She gives this analogy of a vase, glass vase, with things being poured into it, goodness and energy and love and fulfillment, and how a lot of times our nature is to tip it over, to spill it out to other people, to tip it a little bit this way. As goodness comes into our life, we tip it over to share it. And that what happens when we do that is that we fall over and break. But if we stood up tall and received all of that goodness and fulfillment and happiness and joy that can come into our lives, what will happen? The vase fills up and it overflows. That is what it looks like when someone is living a fulfilled life. It doesn't matter if that person has checked any boxes. It doesn't matter if that person has reached any big goals. But when someone is living a fulfilled life, it spills over to impact the lives of everyone around them. As a quick recap, my three truths about fulfillment are these. One, you can feel it now. Two, it allows growth over the long term. And three, fulfillment benefits everyone, not just you. I want you to take a minute and think about the goals that you have set for this year. If you've done that already, if you haven't done that, great. Now's a good time to think. Are your goals getting in the way of your fulfillment? Are your goals created in a way that will allow you to enjoy the process? Do you know that you will not feel differently or be better or more successful or more worthy if you achieve those goals? Are you aware that your worth is not tied to any sort of achievement and that your happiness is available to you now? I want to leave you with a quick visual that I think is really impactful. Several years ago, I was at a conference, a women's conference. It was a spiritual conference. And Marilyn Faulkner, who is Allison Faulkner's mother. So if you are familiar with the Allison show, who we all love, Awesome with Allison is a great podcast and Allison's brand school. And I've been involved with a lot of the work that Allison has done over the last couple of years. And I love it. Her mother, as you can imagine, is equally incredible. And she was teaching us about growth. And one of the things that she mentioned was comparing growth to a tree and how so much of our growth we think of as being external. The leaves and branches, those are the achievements. Those are the things that other people get to see and applaud. They're things that we strive for, that we think will always bring satisfaction and success. Those are the things that we strive for. 
when we're focused on accomplishment. It's the next goal, the next biggest, best thing. And then she talked about the roots, the part of the tree that we never get to see, the part of the tree that is buried deep within the earth, stretching out, anchoring the tree, gathering nutrients and supplies and growing ever as importantly as what is visible. I think of the roots of the tree as being our fulfillment, the personal day-to-day development of our emotions and our thoughts and the way that we consider the things that happen to us and that happen for us and around us and how we act, how we talk, how we love. Those are all things that contribute to how fulfilled we feel in our lives. Do we recognize what lights us up? Do we create opportunities to share and to serve and to enrich the lives of other people around us? A tree with lots of branches and leaves looks really impressive. But if that tree doesn't have deep, solid roots, it will fall over in the first windstorm. This is why we have to focus on our fulfillment first, enjoying the life that we lead every single day, not waiting until we meet that goal to begin living, but to love the life that we have right now. And through that lens, as our roots go deeper and deeper, if we want to spread our branches out and grow a little bit up top, then that's good too. But it is what is beneath the surface in the mundane, everyday, systematic pieces of our lives that we find the fulfillment that matters the most. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that there is something that I've mentioned in this episode that has resonated with you and helped you think about how you're going to head into this new year a little bit differently. I know that I want to look at the goals that I set for myself through the lens of whether or not they will build lasting fulfillment into my life. I want my goals to create direction, but I want my everyday life to be filled with the same love and joy and satisfaction that I hope to feel when I get there, wherever there is. I say this every week, but I can't thank you enough for tuning in, for listening, for being here. If you have enjoyed the show, please share it with a friend or a family member. That word of mouth actually telling someone, hey, have you listened to this show? It's something that I'm really enjoying. I think you might like it too. Or grabbing your sister's phone or your mom's phone or your friend's phone and downloading the podcast app and showing them how to use it so that the next time they're doing dishes or vacuuming the floor, that they have something interesting to listen to that might inspire them to live a more creative, adventurous, and intentional lifestyle. And to finish up this episode, I just want to share a review. This one is from Amanda Carter 3. She says, inspiring. I love this podcast. I'm inspired to live a happier and more free life every time I listen. I love that she offers so many ideas because one size does not fit all. Thank you, Miranda, for all the effort you go through in producing this podcast. It blesses my life. Well, thank you, Amanda, for all the effort that you went through to click and actually leave a real comment on the reviews. I appreciate it so much. 
Now other people will know what you think and be able to enjoy the show as well. Amanda Carter 3, send an email to my assistant, Michelle at livefreecreative.co and she will pop a package in the mail for you to say thank you so much for leaving a review. If someone else who's listening hasn't left a review and you would like to let other people know what you think about the show and also increase your chance of getting a special thank you package in the mail for us, go ahead and leave a review through Apple. I would love to hear what you're thinking about the show. Thank you so much again for being here. I will catch you next week. See you later. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.